Welcome back to Lost in the Movies. I thought this podcast was closing up shop back in June when I put out the episode on Southland Tales with Andrew Cook. But as it turns out, there was more I wanted to share here on this feed. This These episodes are going to be coming out weekly instead of monthly, and they're going to cover the films that I have not covered before from the Sight and Sound uh, critics and directors list last year, the top five films between the two lists. That was something that uh, I thought I might cover for patrons, but I thought, you know, this is worth releasing to the public, especially when I kick it off with a, a big guest discussion. I originally recorded this announcement going through the top, like, 15 or 20 on directors and critics list and uh, reading off uh, all of the coverage that I'd done before, um, you know, just the titles of what I'd like a review, a video essay on this one, etc., etc. And uh, when I was done recording and going back and looking, the whole thing, plus including, you know, updates on my recent work, which I will include at the end of this announcement as well, but the whole thing was like 38 minutes long. I thought, that's ridiculous. I can't put this out this episode of me just listing off uh, which films I've discussed before and which way um, going into that amount of detail. So instead, I'm just going to mention if I've covered a film, I'm going to go down the top parts of the list and... Uh, I always release a cross post on my website, lostinthemovies.com to go with every podcast episode I put up. And, you know, often you can go there, check out so what I say in my intro and, uh, you know, get some links and stuff that are usually in the episode show notes as well. In this case, though, it's absolutely essential that you go there. It's it's a vital companion, maybe even the most important part of this announcement, because that's where all the links are. I can't fit them in the show notes. And that's where I actually detail how I've covered these various films that I've covered, um, in addition to the five that I'm going to be covering for the first time. So that link will be at the top of the show notes. Make sure to check that out and uh, read along with or after listening to this. So in order to reveal the top five films that I haven't covered before, here are the lists. First up, the critics' top 10. The number one film of all time, according to 2022's list, and I discussed kind of the details and reaction to this um, in the cross post, so again, check that out. Number one film is Chantal Ackerman's film Jean Dielman, 23 Quai de Commerce, 1080 Bruxelles from 1975. This will be an upcoming episode of this podcast because I had never covered it before. Uh, as the list came out, I was like, oh yeah, I, I think I've seen Jean Dielman, but I can't remember much about it. And I never talked about it on the site. That's weird. And as I looked into that, I uh, it was an interesting process of discovery, let's say. And I'll save that discussion for that episode, which is with a guest. It's with Ashley Brandt of the Twin Peaks Peaks podcast. She's going to be my co-host for that. She actually suggested the idea of having a conversation on that film back when I was kind of mulling the idea of whether or not to do a sight and sound series. So kind of owe her for uh, coming back and doing this mini series season. Number two on the list is Alfred Hitchcock's Vertigo, 1958. Definitely covered that many times. Uh, three is Orson Welles' Citizen Kane from 1941. Covered that a bunch as well. Number four is Yasujiro Ozu's Tokyo Story from 1953. I have reviewed that. Number five is Wong Kar Wai's In the Mood for Love from 2000. I've reviewed that as well. And number six is Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey from 1968, which I've also covered several times. Number seven is Claire Denis' Beau Travail from 1998. And Beau Travail, not covered and never seen. I was familiar with it. I'd actually seen the ending in a documentary uh, before, 
but uh, had not seen the full film. And uh, at this point, I've already recorded the episode, edited it, everything. Um, you know, I should mention these are all previewed on my Patreon for $5 a month. If you don't want to wait to hear my thoughts on them, you can jump in right now there, become a patron. But uh, for the public, that will be releasing in two weeks. Number eight is David Lynch's Mulholland Drive from 2001. I think I've covered that once or twice, making an understatement there. Uh, number nine is Zhuga Vertov's Man with a Movie Camera from 1929, which I've talked about. Uh, number 10 is Stanley Donan and Gene Kelly's Singing in the Rain from 1952, reviewed that. Now we move to the director's top 10. Number one is also, uh, well, from the critics list, but higher ranked here, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Number two is Citizen Kane. Number three is Francis Ford Coppola's The Godfather from 1972. Definitely covered that before. Number four is a tie between Jean Dielman and Tokyo Story. Number six is Vertigo. Number seven is Federico Fellini's Eight and a Half from 1963. I've reviewed that. Number eight is Andrei Tarkovsky's Mirror, 1975, a favorite of mine, which I have reviewed before. Number nine is a tie between In the Mood for Love and uh, a couple other films. I guess I'll read the other one I've covered before. Ingmar Bergman's Persona, 1966. Reviewed that a couple times. But it's also tied with Abbas Kiarostami's close-up from 1990. And that episode is upcoming in this podcast because I've never seen that. I hadn't seen any Kiarostami films. Again, familiar with it, kind of knew the concept, but had not uh, ever watched it. And it was quite an experience to watch it and discover kind of in real time how it approaches its subject matter. So you can, uh, again, wait three weeks for that on the public feed. The rest of the critics' top 20 is number 11, F.W. Murnau's Sunrise, a song for two of two humans from 1927. Somewhat surprisingly, this is upcoming as an episode in this podcast. I've seen this plenty of times before, but I'd never actually like covered it in any full way. There was like a video clip on my site of it, but, um, and you know, some images scattered here and there, but never really dove into the movie before. So that's going to be coming four weeks from now in this mini-series. Number 12 is The Godfather. Number 13 is Jean Renoir's La Regle du Jeu, or Rules of the Game, from 1939. Uh, I covered that in an unusual way. I'll link that in the show notes, but it has been covered. Number 14, Agnes Varda's Cleo from Five... Or sorry, I'll link that in the cross-post, not the show notes. Number 14 is Agnes Varda's Cleo from Five to Seven from 1962. I've reviewed that. Number 15 is John Ford's The Searchers from 1956. That's been covered. Number 16 is Maya Darren and Alexander Hackschmied's Meshes of the Afternoon from 1943. Definitely covered that one before. Number 17 is Close Up, still up there for the critics, but a little lower than it was on the director's list, which is why I am uh, talking about it before sunrise, because the directors had it higher. Number 18, Persona. Number 19, Francis Ford Coppola's Apocalypse Now from 1979. Discussed that before. Number 20 is Akira Kurosawa's Seven Samurai from 1954. Talked about that too. As far as the direct of the director's top 15, again, their top 10 was actually uh, a top 11 because that three-way tie at number nine. So number 12 is a tie. Stanley Kubrick's Barry Lyndon from 1975, which I have discussed before. Uh, Martin Scorsese's Taxi Driver from 1976, which I reviewed. And then there's another tie. They have a lot of ties on the director's list because there's fewer voters. And um, when they would really, when they put in their ballots, the ballots aren't ranked. So any film that's voted on any ballot gets like an equal amount. So there's a lot of ties. Anyways, there's a four-way tie for number 14, which is where we're going to find my fifth pick 
for a fifth episode in this mini-series, the, the one that I haven't discussed before. The tie is between Beau which I am covering but higher on the list for the critics, uh, Seven Samurai, Jean-Luc Godard's A Boot de Souffle from 1960, which I have reviewed before, and finally, and this was a surprise, but the perfect film to end on. It's one of my favorite films, and I had never really dove into it in podcast and video essay in a written piece. And that is Andrei Tarkovsky's Stalker from 1979. Upcoming episode, five weeks from now, to wrap up this podcast miniseries and to help wrap up a decade and a half of public film and TV commentary. Um, going into the future, I'm going to probably limit most of that to my Patreon. And again, as I mentioned, if you want to head start on that um, and all of this content, uh, for $5 a month tier, all five of those episodes are already available. Now, before we get on to uh, updating you on my recent work, which there was a fair amount of since the last episode was up in June, I do want to uh, add some notes here uh, on the sight and sound list. If I had continued this project on like a top 10, the next top five uh, between the two lists would have been, uh, you know, these are films that I've actually seen all of these particular ones, but I never covered them before on my site. A Woman Under the Influence tied for the director's number 18. The Battle of Algiers tied for the director's number 22. The Night of the Hunter tied for the critics' number 25. Andre Rublev tied for the director's number 26. And Orday tied for director's number 30. Um, Andre Rublev and Orday were featured briefly in video projects on my site, but never like covered in depth. And then the others in the top 100 between the two lists that I've never seen before at all, not just not covered, but actually haven't seen yet, are Vegabond, which is tied for the director's number 41. La Chianega, tied for the director's number 62. Uh, did feature that in a roundup of like films that had come out uh, 10 years ago, back in 2010. But um, I hadn't actually seen it. I just talked about the film from without seeing it. Tuki Buki at critics number 66. A Brighter Summer Day, Where is the Friend's House and L'Argent, all tied for director's number 72. I don't, I'm not sure if I watched the critics... Um, number 72 film, My Neighbor Totoro, before. Like, I've definitely seen quite a bit of it. I think it might have been on in the background at one point. I don't feel like I sat down and fully watched it. Um, so that's kind of a <laughs> gray zone one. And then Taste of Cherry, which is tied for the director's number 39, uh, 93, I haven't seen before. And then there are a bunch of films in the top 100 that I've seen but haven't covered. Um, some that were featured briefly in that video project that I mentioned a few times, or actually a few different video projects where I just had clips of films kind of fleetingly go by, but didn't dive too deeply. And then there are others in the top 100 that I've covered and which I link up on the cross post. So all of those titles are listed where necessary linked in the cross post. Last reminder, check that out to get the full experience of this. I wanted to discuss it here as well. So just as a reminder, the upcoming mini series for Sight and Sound is going to be Jean Dielman next week, uh, almost two hour conversation with Ashley Brandt. The rest are shorter. They're close to like half hour usually, uh, give or take on either side. Uh, Beau Travail, two weeks from now, three weeks from now will be close up. Four weeks from now will be sunrise and five weeks from now will be stalker. So on to the recent work that I've released uh, on podcasts on my site and elsewhere. I'm just going to read these off quickly because I don't want this section to be longer than the uh, rest of the announcement podcast. On the site, I had a post highlights of 15 years, uh, just exactly what it sounds like, highlighting work from uh, my site for each year since 2008, and an essay on Barbie and Oppenheimer, 
And then I continued the Twin Peaks character series with Margaret the Log Lady Lanterman, number 45, Ray Monroe, number 44, Detective Dave Mackley, 43, Notes on an Old Entry, FBI Agents Chester Chet Desmond and Sam Stanley, 42, Bushnell Mullins, 41, Mike Nelson, 40, Annie Blackburn, 39, Notes on an Old Entry, Dick Tremaine, number 38, Bradley and Rodney Mitchum, 37, Notes on an Old Entry for Hank Jennings, 36, Janie E. Jones, 35, Notes on an Old Entry for Wyndham Earl, 34, Jerry Horn, 30, for 33, Notes on an Old Entry, Madeline Maddie Ferguson, 30, that's the highest ranked one that I didn't need to revise because um, the character didn't appear in the return. And then finally, Musicians of the Roadhouse, number 31. On other podcast feeds, I had uh, coverage of Mary Sweeney's Baraboo, part of the Long Road Home series, concluding my public Twin Peaks cinema feed. Uh, I made a guest appearance on the Artists Love Twin Peaks podcast for a group discussion, and that was also posted on YouTube on the channel Twin Peaks Grammar where there is video, although not of me, because I didn't have a video feed for mine. For Twin Peaks Conversations on YouTube, I published uh, two more episodes. Number 21, audio, Twin Peaks Peaks hosts Ashley Brandt and Matt Olson. And number 22, audio, Lost Highway, The Fist of Love uh, author Scott Ryan. Uh, on Patreon, I had part twos for both of those episodes, uh, exclusive to the $5 a month tier. I also placed part two of a written essay on the $5 a month tier Patreon exclusive to uh, that tier. This was more thoughts on Barbenheimer, part two of the Barbie Oppenheimer essay. One of my more ambitious pieces of the past few years. So definitely check that out if you're a patron or have been thinking of becoming one. Also exclusive to the $5 a month tier, I had a whole bunch of advances. So I'll just read these off. This includes some of the upcoming sight and sound ones because uh, I previewed those there, as I mentioned a few times already. Six acclaimed 2010s films. Uncle Boon Me, Who Can Recall His Past Lives, Tony Erdman, The Turn Horse, Amore, Moonlight, The Act of Killing, episode 100 excerpt. That's a preview of what's coming up for the dollar a month tier soon. Advanced Conversations with Ashley Brandt on Sight and Sound number one, John Dielman. Uh, Avatar, The Way of Water and the Fablemans, The Master, Sight and Sound number seven, Beau Travai, Conversation with Riley McDonald on The Lighthouse, Sight and Sound number nine, Close Up, The Florida Project, Sight and Sound number 11, Sunrise and the Tree of Life as Twin Peaks Cinema. Also not sure if this is going to be up at the time this podcast is. Probably not yet, but uh, Sight and Sound number 14, Stalker, is coming soon. Also, written essays, Unseen Series 2008-2009, Curious Case of Benjamin Button, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Plus, I have a poll on the dollar a month tier asking about whether I should continue that Unseen Series as a patron exclusive. This one's just an advance. It's, those two essays will go up publicly, but... Uh, Eventually, I might just continue it exclusively for patrons. A dollar a month tier, I have episode 100A for the podcast, intro and listener feedback, including Lynch and Frost, Tourism, Twin Peaks characters, Diane, Bob, Richard Horn, Generational Viewing Habits, Innocence and Corruption in Twin Peaks, Car Accidents as Metaphors, and Lynch Work. And I have advances for Twin Peaks character series number 30, 29, 28, 27, 26, 25, and, 20, and maybe 24. That one probably isn't out yet, but again, coming soon. And a bunch of announcements on my site. I won't read those off, um, but they'll be linked in the cross post. All of this will be linked in the cross post. I can't fit it in the show notes. And I did update uh, some pages of my site, picture gallery and top posts, and added a couple new chapters to my archive pages where I gather all the posts during a certain period. Those were chapter 42, Return of the Characters, January to April 2023, and chapter 43, Stalled Along the Way, April to July 2023. So we're not stalled now. We're continuing this mini-series. And here is a little sample of what's coming up next week. Uh, sounds, I guess you could say, because it's uh, you know there's not much dialogue in the film, but sounds from Jean Dielman that I'll be discussing with Ashley Brant in a week. See you then. 